Hello, it is Joseph Rebelli here. You are listening to the Digital Bosses Podcast. Welcome back to a brand new episode. Now, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you an influencer, content creator who is looking to land brand deals? or you are looking to monetize your influence online, but the whole contracts, pitching, landing brand deals is just really confusing to you. So you haven't really worked that out to the degree that you should. Or are you a brand, a small business that is looking to work with influencer marketing, but you are a little bit skeptical because you're not quite sure you're going to get the right return of investment that you're looking for. If any of those two cases is speaking to you, my guest, Ricardo Jaxuleta, is the person to listen to. He is the founder of Paid Exposure and he has tons of experience when it comes to influencer marketing. And today he is walking us through what exactly brands are looking for when they're looking for influencers, as well as how to approach influencer in a way that will be effective for your strategy. This episode is a powerhouse of information and value packed in about 20 minutes just for you. So I want you to relax, sit back, listen to this episode, make sure you take some notes. And if you want to let me know that you're tuning in, make sure you screenshot the episode, tag me on your Instagram stories at Joseph Rebelli, and I will repost each and every one of you tuning in. Without further ado, it's time to dive right in. Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast. Here's your host, Joseph Rebelli, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, and founder of the Rebelli Digital Agency. My definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so that you can show up for everyone and everything, personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. I created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dream into a purposeful and profitable business. If you are an ambitious coach, content creator, entrepreneur, or one in the making who is looking to create a business that makes an impact and helps you create a life that you love, well, you are in the right place. So let's dive right into it. Hey, Ricardo, it is so nice to have you here. Welcome to Digital Bosses Podcast. Thank you. You are the first guest of 2021, so welcome on board. Yeah, thank you so much. It's definitely an honor to be here. Yes, it's really exciting. And today I am excited and I hope you are as well, because we are talking about influencer marketing from a little bit of a different perspective. You know, influencer marketing will be the mainstream of advertising for 2021. And I know you are the founder of Paid Exposure, which is an incredible business we're going to dive into in a minute. But I would love you to start by telling us who you are, what you do, and why did you come out with paid exposure? Yeah, sure. So like he said, my name is Ricardo Zalueta. Um, I'm actually a serial entrepreneur with different businesses and in different industries. Uh, basically, paid exposure stems from my apparel brand. It's an inspirational uh, brand called Fuke Clothing. And what I learned from that was that when, I'm, when I was dealing with influencers, it's just a very time-consuming process. Mm. And really, what I found was that it's because most influencers just don't have a business background. So they're really unprofessional because they don't treat it like a business, right? So we would go back and forth. I'd have people, you know, running away with my clothes, running away with the money, and it just costs too much to try and chase them. And they know that. So it's like, 
all right, so what am I going to do here? So obviously there's a problem. But before you can solve any problem, you have to look at the cause, not the result. Those are just all the results. But what's causing that? Mm. So what I've learned was that all the problems stem from the influencers. But in the industry, everyone's trying to fix it for the sponsors. So you can fix everything for the sponsors. Oh, you're like beautiful analytics and this and that. But the influencer remains the same. And everyone's blaming the sponsors as, or the process of it. Like you never blame yourself for getting a bad tattoo from a tattoo artist. You don't blame a bad haircut on the buyer. You, you, it's the hairstylist, right? Yeah, exactly. Because they're supposed to master their craft. And so the biggest thing that I learned that to, to prevent this uh, time-consuming process is really the lack of trust is what's causing it. I don't trust you and you don't trust me, right? So what can we do with that? Well, there's three things you can apply to gain more trust. Number one, transparency. Right now, influencers, there's like Airbnb without, with just pictures. I don't see any information on you. All Absolutely. I know is you have great pictures, <laughs> right? And you have great followers and you're beautiful or whatever else, right? But other than that, how about the business aspect of it? I know nothing, absolutely nothing. So imagine what Airbnb would be like if you got rid of the listings and just only had pictures. It's going to take weeks, months to get a place, right? Absolutely. So that's the first step. So you need like a, a very detailed profile that can provide that. And then the second step, credibility. You can write anything on, on your profile. Oh, yeah. I worked with I Calvin mean, I can Klein. say that I, you know, fix trackers, but I don't have any clue how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So one of the best ways we can we've, um, remedy the, the uh, credibility part, and it's very popular, it's ratings and reviews. Uh, we almost don't right. shop on Amazon without looking at the reviews. And I think I mentioned it to you, like we actually hate being the first one to review. Oh, yeah, right? it's terrible because you're like, oh my God, do I have to be truthful? Do I have to make it nice? Because <laughs> you know, it's one right. of those things for me. I always feel like if it's the first review, you can't really be too mean if you are somebody that yeah. is in business because you feel like, oh gosh, they're probably waiting for my review and they're probably thinking it's yeah, great, right, but right. the product is not and that great. So normally I email them separately and say, you know, I'm not gonna give you a rate because of that reason. <laughs> right. No, that's, but at least that's honest. That's yeah. good because a lot of these brands are now paying people to write these fake reviews. And it's like, that's not a good, that's not a good move. So imagine being able to see a rating and review for each influencer from their past sponsors, actual sponsors. So that helps with that credibility. Now that we got that out of the way, the last step is accountability. How the hell do I know you as an influencer is actually going to do what we agreed on, sure. right? And the same thing, and then the same thing for the influencer side. How do you know that, you know, how do I know you're really going to pay me? Exactly. Right? It's delivery <laughs> so, both ways, right? It's kind of like, exactly. do you want to trust me and I can give you my word, but that's not enough. I need right. to see that. And I think it comes from both ways, which is taking me to the next question. We talked about sure. the mindset that often for influencers, not really business driven. They enjoy mm. the side of content creation. They love the idea of getting paid to create content but when it comes to monetizing actually get people to pay you for what you create that's where it gets difficult so what is the biggest mistake mm -hmm. you see yeah. from influencer when they are approaching brands but also when brands are approaching influencers okay so 
The biggest thing, and I think everyone will agree, is the time consumption. Let mm. me talk from the influencer side, since most of your audience is that. I know you guys hate it when someone goes in there like, hey, would you guys like to have a free product and this and that? And then it, it basically, you're, you know you're going to go back and forth and waste a lot of time. So you just don't even reply back. And I see so many sponsors going like, they never reply back to me. I don't understand. Well, because you're not giving them a full detail of what you want from each other. No, so it's as just sponsor, very clear. Right. As a sponsor, I should just be upfront. Hey, I love your content. I like what you do. We would really love to do something with you with this brand and this and that. Would you be interested? It pays this, this and this. Now you have a, a, a thing, but because everyone's trying to do this negotiation thing, because influencers now on the influencer side, you need to act like a business owner, right? Um, exactly. Everyone's trying to play this game. You have to understand what your value proposition is. Value proposition, basically, what's your value you're providing sponsors? That does not increase or decrease based on your pride or the sponsor's budget. You do not see a tattoo artist charging more because someone's a, a wealthy celebrity. It's Absolutely. the price is the price, right? So, but why are you guys always fluctuating? Oh, this was Coca-Cola. That's 5,000. Oh, you can't really afford me? All right, 500. So it, it's like, but it's the same value. Like you're providing the same value. So you can't adjust according to the, uh, the budget. And that's what everyone does. Imagine going to a restaurant. Hi, I'd like a steak, please. And this, well, what's your budget? Like, um, exactly. Wait, is it different for me? <laughs> like, so that's really that the all, most you know, what do you do? I'm a lawyer. Okay, great. This meal is 300 pounds. Oh, what are you? I work in Pizza Hut. Okay, so it's $12. <laughs> right. It doesn't make sense. Right. Exactly. And what you want to do is increase your value. The more you work with brands, the more value you gain, especially when you have a ratings and review system. You may charge low, just like any freelance website. You'll see the most valuable web developers, they do not charge what they're worth because no one knows what they're worth. The market determines that, not you. So they start off at a different price. And then all of a sudden they get ratings, reviews. Wow, five star. What a great person to work with. All right, let me add a couple more dollars to that for the next brand or for the next client. And then all of a sudden the next client. And then now if you're a five star, a hundred sponsors, do you think it's going to be difficult for you? <laughs> like it's going to be so cake, but no one's willing to be just like a business owner where you start somewhere because everyone wants oh, a million followers and now I can charge, you know, $2,000. Like you can't do It that. is really interesting to me because there is this misconception of easy money when it comes to influencer marketing. And I think people are just thinking that you, just because you have X, Y, Z amount of followers, you can just charge so much money and have a very little work. I would love you to share because we had a conversation with you before we recorded the podcast today. And we were talking about the difference between influencers, content creators. And we came out with a very interesting analogy. And I would mm -hmm. love you to share that with you yeah. because I think it's super interesting. I often talk about content creator in the podcast. I very yeah, yeah. rarely talk about influencers. And I would love you to share your insight of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we called our startup paid exposure because it's all about providing valuable exposure. Exposure comes in so many different ways, right? Whether you're creating content, product placement, whatever it is, there's, it's just some kind of valuable exposure that sponsors are willing to buy. Now, when it comes to monetizing your followers, people don't understand that your role 
transforms into something else as soon as you attempt to monetize your followers. Your followers just simply become your tools, your inventory, your product. The sponsors become your client. So all your value proposition changes because that is who you're trying to get the money from. That, those are your buyers. Obviously, sometimes you go to your audience for that. That is why we call them promoters on our platform. Because as soon as you try to monetize, you're not just an influencer now. You're getting paid to influence. That means you're promoting. Influencers basically, typically don't get paid to influence people because if you're getting paid to influence me, is that a turn on or a turn off, right? You're Right. So you're a promoter. You're no longer an influencer because you're being paid to do it. So you actually have to really realize, like, what's your value proposition? Is it for the audience or is it for the, uh, the sponsor? So your role changes into entrepreneur. And you have to understand that. You go, you go from influencer to entrepreneur is completely different because now you're thinking of business tactics, uh, customer service for your sponsors and things like that. And that's the reason a lot of influencers are not doing well because they're not providing any type of value. How many sponsors? influencers go back to their old sponsors. They keep finding new ones. And it's almost like every business knows like customer retention is probably one of the best ways to keep your income going, you know? So, but you're wasting that. And it's because you're not treating it like a business. Provide the best customer service. I'm telling you right now, your sponsors will come back. You just have to provide really good customer service, just like any company. Mm. And Going to the content creators, influencers that are just starting out, let's say there is someone in the, in the audience that is listening right now. They are yes. looking to monetize and they have the platform, they have the audience, they have the content in place. What would you say is the best way to start? So I would love you to walk the audience through what exactly is the process for you. So I would love a tip about content, a tip about pitching the brands, and I would love a tip about pricing. Okay, great. So like I said before, the best tip I could give you is start like a business, right? So I have a startup company. Uh, people don't create startups and go, oh, I hope I get customers. Well, you have to figure out, well, what is your startup about? So let's go back to influencer marketing. We'll put it into that. Who are you? What are you about? And who are you trying to capture? Because your clients, like I said, are the sponsors. I get that you're getting your, your audience and all that stuff. So you really figure out who you're going to be. Because unless you have a future version of who you're trying to be, you're not going to know the, the moves that you're going to do today. So just like a startup, they come up with a mission statement. Um, a mission is something basically, it's like a purpose. It always benefits others. Mm. And it, it is never a noun. You have to understand what is the value you're providing people and others, right? So what is it that you're providing to sponsors? Figure that out. Is it to be the best uh, person that's uh, giving you the best fashion tips in, in the industry right now? Are you, you know, because that's ongoing, that's forever. That never changes. doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not, you're still providing that same exact purpose, value, mission, right? So that's the very first step. Yeah. Once you know that, all of a sudden, you're going to do things just like any business. You, anyone that starts a business doesn't have clients right away. They don't, right? So when you're just starting out, it doesn't mean that you have to have a five-star restaurant 
just to get customers. That's not how it works. You can start off Absolutely. giving your food for free because you just opened up, right? You see this all the time. Any new business, new apparel, new this. Why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you providing free service to these sponsors to gain credibility, to gain experience, to do all these things? It, it is there. And people always go, how do I get new followers? Your sponsors, man. Do you think they're not going to promote you? That is the most effective, authentic way to gain more followers. And now, so for you starting out, you may have 5,000 followers, but imagine instead of trying to accumulate all your followers all at one time and doing this engagement and this, why don't you start offering your services to sponsors? Because I'm telling you right now, they're not not going to promote you. So that's the, exactly. the second part. Now, when it comes to pricing, like I mentioned before, the only, what, what spot, uh, Influencers are doing wrong is again, they're pricing themselves according to pride and budget. That is not the way to do it. You figure out your value. So if you're at 5,000 followers, you're, mm. if you start charging 500 bucks, even 250, even 100, you haven't had one yet and you're already charging 250. How does anyone even know you're worth that when you can't even provide a case study or anything at all? How can you provide that? So it doesn't make sense. Now look at yourself from the customer endpoint. Would you trust someone that's never cut hair before and saying like, oh, it's gonna be $100 to go with me? Really? Did you ever cut hair before? No. So what makes you think you're $100? I don't get it. So they always start low, right? And then all of a sudden, if you create enough demand, mm -hmm. then your price, goes up so it's all about the supply and demand and you need to let understand that the marketplace determines that there's influencers that are cash um uh, pricing themselves so high i get it but guess what they're also not getting that many sponsors yeah they're charging a thousand bucks but do you think they get one every week oh no right or would you rather get someone every freaking week like getting a two thousand dollars from one sponsor or charging $500 and getting 10 sponsors a month? Like, easy answer there, right? So you, you're better mm. off getting more sponsors. The problem is that the time consumption. So people don't want to deal with that. But what's funny is because of the negotiations that you're doing, it makes it even worse. And what people don't understand, your number of followers and your percent of engagement rate doesn't freaking matter until you associate pricing. Absolutely. It makes so much sense to me. You walk the audience through in such a clear way. So I would love to do a little recap for anyone that is listening. So in terms of content, what really works, especially if you're starting out, make sure you work on providing value through what you share. So I often see lots of content of people that, yes, they take great pictures, great holidays, but there isn't anything there for who is looking at that content. It's all about me. There is a lot of me content, but not really anything about the person that is looking. And determining who would you like to look at that content is super important. When I see people talking about everything, that means you are talking about anything at all. So you kind of have to be super specific. Another point that is super interesting is when you are starting out, the pricing is not really based on your followers and that's it. It's based on a whole package. You always want to come from a place of service. So as Ricardo said, a super important point is to 
determinate your value. Your value doesn't only come from the numbers that you have. It comes from your experience, from your background, from what is that you are providing to the client right. because he will become your client. The sponsor, as we mentioned, will become your client. So it's super important to understand, are you a lawyer that is looking to create a page where you want to create a community where you talk about law, for example. Right. I bring the lawyer example just because we discussed it earlier. <laughs> and you can do that if you want. You can advertise on your platform because you are providing the value of yourself right. and also the community. I think what happens often, people associate their value to their numbers, yeah. but the value that you provide as a creator is based on what you create as a content. That's why it's a creator, right. but at the same time, it's also your community. And it is okay to say no when this particular brand does not align with what you're looking for. It's right. a very simple example when you're recruiting for somebody in your business. If it doesn't fit the role that you're recruiting for, you're not going to hire him, are you? So right. it's the same thing. Right, exactly. So those are all valid points. And the thing is, uh, the biggest mistake too, like, you know, you have to understand you're just a service provider like anyone else. It is actually your duty to figure out to extract the information you need from the sponsors, not the sponsors giving you all the information that they think you need. Uh, a, a hairstylist, let's just go back to that. They don't just tell you how they're gonna cut your hair. <laughs> they're just- Exactly. Right? <laughs> Same thing with tattoo artists. Like I don't tell them exactly how to tattoo. They, I'm going to them because they're the expert on that. They're going to you because you're the expert in what you do. Or else, why aren't they doing it on their own with their own little photographer and this? It's because they know you're doing something right. And so they have to rely on you. And that's why on our platform, I'm mostly on the side of the influencers. Almost the entire platform was built around catering to influencers. And basically, I made it easier for them to apply these things by uh, almost forcing the sponsors to create a campaign with all the information that you should be asking, but I'm helping you out because it asks them for you. What's the objective? Is it uh, sales? Is it awareness? Is it leads? Those are all different because those are all different measurements because that's how they determine ROI. And it's your job to know this. You should be the master influencer that tells sponsors, this is what you need to tell me because I can't do sales and also awareness at the same exact time. Those are completely exactly. different. So unless you tell a sponsor that, well, they're just going to expect, like, oh, I didn't get any sales because the promotion was about awareness. <laughs> like, you know? Absolutely. So you really have to determine what is the best way for you to give them the best value. If it's sales, then all right, you tell them, well, this is the best way for sales. You're going to have to book me for multiple days. And we make this very easy on our platform. Instead of doing one shot with coupon codes and this is the best company on one day or one story or one feed post, that's not going to work. You didn't build trust. Trust always causes that transaction. Why don't you work with me on Valentine's Day, you want to sell this? Okay, great. You should probably book me also on February 12th and, and the 10th. And then on the 14th, that's when I really put in the sales. But that's the only way it's going to be most effective. So you as an influencer should know this, should know what is the best way that I can get them sales. And then you recommend that. And then when you have the pricing based on that already, you're golden. And then there's no fluctuations of like, well, how much is it? Well, that depends. That That is the worst thing that we already know as sponsors. 
This is going to take a while. <laughs> I love that. Now, I would like to go from the brand perspective for any business owners out there that is listening and, you know, it's a small business, they have a limited budget and they're looking to start working with influencers. Okay. What is the best yeah. strategy to implement influencer marketing within your business? Okay. So again, it always goes back to trust. How do you gain the influencer's trust for your business? Uh, it's the same exact things, right? The transparency, the credibility by giving them all the information about mm. you and the accountability is what we help with. Uh, that's the hard part that you can't do on your own, the accountability part. You almost need a third party. You can never give yourself the best review. It's just, that's just not going to work, right? <laughs> you know, if, Same for influencers Absolutely. and sponsors. So it's really for them to find the, the right influencer, it's the influencer's audience that you want. Is your influencer producing the type of content that you think goes along with your brand, product, or service? Because it's weird to go selling baby products or, I don't know, some parenting thing for moms, and then you go to the Thank dude's you. <laughs> this is what I say all the time within the agency when we talk about influencer marketing. I think what is really confusing often is that people think they are getting the person rather than getting the audience. The person is the messenger for your brand to talk to that audience that you want to sell to. That's what an influencer is. It's essentially a digital version of word of mouth. Yeah, it is. Um, we were just discussing it before. Magazines is probably one of the oldest version of influencer marketing yeah. because the magazine is based on beauty, fashion, this, that, right? So you believe everything that's in here. If that brand is in there, you're going to go, oh, that must be an awesome brand because why is it in here, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So it's the same thing with influencers, yeah. If you could describe to me in three words the perfect, employable content creator of influencer that you would like to work with, which one would that be? Um, it would be entrepreneurial, professional, authentic. Because entrepreneurs are all they are, are mission-driven people that have the ability to solve problems. Professional, because mm. I know you're going to treat me with professionalism, customer service, and all of the above. And then authenticity, and because I know that's, those are just the most um, valuable types of people to work with. Thank you. I love that. And if you could share with the audience where. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Paid Exposure is a free platform that you can find on paidexposure.com. And all of our um, social media is all there. But basically, it's slash paid exposure. Awesome. And what I would suggest for anyone out there that is starting out with influencer marketing and you are just figuring the whole influencer thing out, paid exposure is free and it takes no effort for you to just set up a profile and start working with Ricardo because it is really awesome what you can achieve through this platform. And it will really help you to get rid of so many headaches when it comes to contracts, <laughs> brands, and all that jazz. So take a look to this page because I think it will help. Thank you, Ricardo, so much for being my guest today. You cover so much value. I cannot appreciate enough your wisdom. Thank you so much for being with me. Yeah, thank you so much, Joseph. I definitely appreciate it. Thanks, everyone.